it has been another great week in Anderson County, everybody. Christmas is everywhere. Concerts, parties, church programs, other outings are heading down the home stretch now, with Christmas just over a week away. Christmas music's being piped into downtown through the courthouse clower, uh, clock tower by day and by the Carolina Wren Park ice skating rink at night, so you can't escape the music. The lights are bright, the big tree on the square is beautiful, and all really is merry and bright in Anderson. But it's been made even brighter this year. Uh, we've got so many folks doing great things we talk about on this podcast all the time. AIM, Meals on Wheels, every single day they're making people's days merrier and brighter because of the work they do. Uh, the Haven, uh, other, there's so many, I'm not going to get into all those right now. We talk about it all the time on here. But something this week really was something, a new approach and very creative and I really thought was a wonderful thing that our friends and neighbors here did for our other friends and neighbors. It started with a local ladies knitting group, the Black Sheep Knitters, and they started by knitting hats and scarves to decorate those statues downtown, you know, Mr. Whitner and the children and others. Each cap and each scarf was created to be taken down and need by someone who's in need to keep them warm. So it was a free gift. So the Black Sheep Knitting Group decided to do that, and they'll keep replacing them as long as they're being taken and somebody's using them. It's their gift to the community, and it is a wonderful gift to the community, which hopefully will bring a lot of uh, smiles to folks and really keep a lot of folks warm. And what's even more amazing here is that on Friday, some students from St. Joseph's Catholic School took the spirit just another step further, and on Christmas they went downtown with their teacher, Amanda Schultz, their third, her in her third grade class. They, they also took hats and scarves and gloves and other warm clothing items and decorated the county's Christmas tree and the statues downtown to also provide those kind of holiday gifts for those who are homeless or just in need of being able to stay warm this winter. All these gifts, again, are free to anyone who needs them. So if you see those things downtown and wonder, why has Mr. Whitner got a new, different hat on every day? If he does, that means somebody is getting a nice warm hat for the holidays, courtesy of the Black Sheep Knitting Group and the third graders at uh, St. Joseph's Catholic School, and we really appreciate those kind of things. This literally is about as literally heartwarming as a Christmas gift can be to our community for those who are in need. And so, you know, a huge shout out to the Black Sheet Knitting Group again and Amanda Schultz and her students. I hope everyone gets as creative in looking for ways to give back to the community this year as those folks did here at Christmas. And there was more good news this week for Anderson County. The unemployment rate has dropped to 4.6%, which is the lowest since April of 2011. That's the fifth lowest jobless rate in South Carolina. And those kind of things don't just happen by, by chance. Uh, the hard work of Anderson County Administrator Rusty Burns, Economic Development Director Burris Nelson, Anderson County Council, and a slew of other folks. County employees working tirelessly, area citizens chipping in and helping out to help recruit folks have all had a part in this remarkable economic recovery in our area. And it's just really great work and a great Christmas present for this community. We want to thank them for all they do, too. So we're really grateful for that. And that's really a great announcement to have here in Anderson County. On the eve of Anderson County Founders Day celebration, uh, tomorrow marks the first time in Anderson we have celebrated Founders Day since any of us have been alive, uh, and it should be a great event. Anderson was founded December 19, 1833, so come on out tomorrow and find out more about how rich our history is and how influential Anderson County has been, not only for South Carolina, but for the rest of the nation. It starts at 10.30 a.m. at the Anderson County Museum. It should last a little less than an hour. There'll be light refreshments, uh, some music, and a chance to also get 20% off everything in the museum gift shop. 
If you haven't been to Andrew, the Anderson County Museum, you really missed one of the great treasures of our county. It's one of the best museums in the state, including those in Charleston, Columbia, bigger cities. Admission's free, and there are exhibits for everybody in the family, from wartime to textiles, transportation, education, the fair, carnival kind of stuff. The history of our hometown can be tracked really easily through this very well-organized museum, but plan to spend a good bit of time because it's, it's a really big museum. So I hope to see you at the celebration. Again, it's at 10.30 a.m. Saturday morning. I know Anderson County Administrator Rusty Burns and Anderson Mayor Tarrant Roberts are among the distinguished guests, so hope you'll join us out there. And as Christmas approaches, uh, I have talked to a couple of our local, local merchants. We've been talking about shop local, give local. First, I talked to Ron Ingram of Campbell Ingram in downtown Anderson. Many of you know that on South Main Street. He's been there fixing cars in the same spot since 1968. Ron is a good friend, and most people don't know how he has quietly helped so many folks in our county get more life out of their aging cars as the economy kind of struggles along here a little bit for some of us. Especially the senior citizens who are on fixed incomes, Ron has done a lot to help them keep their older cars running and in good shape. So here's what Ron had to say. Okay, I'm talking to Ron Ingram. Been a long time, Ron. How are you? I'm doing great. So we're sort of asking the mechanic, but we're going to talk about a couple of things here. Merry Christmas, by the way. Yeah, to everybody out there, too. I haven't uh, had the opportunity to speak to anyone in uh, months. How long has it been? Since February. Oh, man, that's ridiculous. We've got to get you on the podcast more, so at least we've got a few of our folks following us. Yeah, I have a lot of customers complaining because we don't have the local information that we used to have. Well, I know the county administrator and the mayor and the sheriff's department and Taylor Jones, all those folks are upset about it too so everybody's complaining well we don't i mean it's you can't lose something like that in a community right. and uh but that's uh that's not something we can fix right this minute i wish we could that's um, true. i wanted to talk to you about two things first of all let's just do the the the, the regular stuff a lot of people are kind of getting lulled into a false sense of security by these warm temperatures oh you mean seven degrees is not normal for and, uh, december and so they're not winterizing their cars what do people need to do to get their cars ready for winter well first of all um for the last two or three months we've been checking the antifreeze on all of our customers cars but if you're one of the customers that does your own services and things of that nature or you've just uh, put it off or ignored it you need to bring it in and let us check the uh, coolant to see if it's uh, still capable of keeping it from freezing and also the coolant needs to be changed uh, if you've got an older car the coolant needs to be changed probably every other year or something like that to keep the system from rusting so there's a, a lot involved in winterizing. Of course, you want to check the vehicle over for your air pressure and your belts and, you know, just your normal maintenance that we try to do about every 3,000 miles or 4,000 miles, depending on what kind of vehicle you've got. What does winter do to tires? Well, what happens mostly on these uh, new cars that have the tire pressure monitors on them, um, temperature fluctuation can uh, make those things send out a false signal so what you have to do is like like i said previous you have to have them checked on a regular basis that's what we do try to keep about 35 pounds in the normal tire the normal car um, and if your little light comes on you need to have it checked it's the same thing with a any light that comes on the dash uh, it needs to be investigated and it could be something very minor like you forgot to tighten up your gas cap or something like that uh, it could be something very simple but it needs to be checked right um it is christmas and we were talking about maybe gifts that people could get their folks who uh maybe they're want to do a little of it themselves or if they just want to do something else for somebody for their car what what kind of yeah stuff i think all of the daddies and mamas out there need to give their uh, kids a uh, set of tires for Christmas. Uh, I know uh, 
My kids would jump up and down if they got a set of no tires kidding. for Christmas. I would too. <laughs> of course, we have gift certificates for any dollar amount, but right. uh, you know, a, a regular oil service and filter and checkover is about thirty-five bucks. So, we've got gift certificates for anything you can think of. A little tire gauge, maybe. Oh, why not? Why not? People yeah. need to learn to use those things. Uh, yeah, it's not really rocket science. It's no, pretty self-explanatory. Sometimes you can't eyeball it. It just no. doesn't tell well, you. Well, radial tires look flat anyway. Yeah. Everybody says, "Well, my tires are low. Look at them." You know, I said, oh, "Well, it's kind of deceiving." Right. But yeah, you can get tire gauges. You can get a little uh, gift certificate. Just about anything you can think of. And maybe dads could teach the kids how to change a tire and things like that. That'd be great. Is I heard a right? hilarious story the other day. A guy had moved from Georgia out to California, and he said he was riding with some other guy. He said, great big guy. Been in the gym and had a flat tire. And he said, well, I guess I'll call AAA. And he said, change your tire, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about a little 10-minute uh, procedure here. It's not a big deal, is it? But, um, well, Christmas is almost on us here, and then we got first of the year coming. Um, well, I'm so glad you came by because I wanted, to, time, I wanted to talk to all of the customers out there and thank them for everything. Uh, How many years again? They've done for me 47 now. Well, we're 47 and a half. Do, do we want to get uh, picky? You're going to make it 50. And uh, I want to thank everyone for their uh, patronage and their friendship uh, all these years. And uh, I'd love to see them again. And if I don't get to see them, I want to wish them a happy holiday season and uh, uh, New Year's and all uh, all of the combined holidays that we have right now. Right. And remind everybody, phone number? 225-7391. And 903 South Main. And if you forget those, you can go on Facebook or the web mm -hmm. and find them both there. And a lot of people are looking at the Facebook and checking in, so that's good. That's but, uh, well, Merry Christmas, Ron. We'll, we'll catch up first of the year. Maybe we can get back to asking. We had a bunch of questions piling up on Ask, but we kind of got behind our Ask You and Ask and Amos both on there. So mm -hmm. but we'll catch up first of the year. Well, it's good to see you again, Greg. You too. Thanks, Ron. Give Ron a call, or uh, you can check him out on Facebook and leave questions there. Or you can send them to askthemechanic at andersonobserver.com, and we will have Ron answer your questions on a future podcast. I have not talked a lot about my love for books on this podcast, but I will in the future. I am, and I am planning to have a lot more writers on in 2016. We have a lot of local authors and writers. But I have been an avid reader since before I even started school. And I still knock out at least a couple of books a week, maybe more. I love paper books, you know, with their, and you just can't beat a real book. But I also like Kindle. And for the gym or long drives, I like audiobooks. So for the Kindle and audio, you can do Amazon or Audible and the Anderson County Library, which will help you set up your smartphone or tablet to check out books and audiobooks without ever having to leave home. It's just like magic. So you might want to check out the library about that. But for paper books, there's nothing that can take the place of a real bookshop. And those places are, are disappearing across our landscape. They're getting harder and harder to find. But Anderson has a great one at McDowell's Book Emporium on Oak Street. Uh, it's the best place in town to order a new book or find a great used one. Every kind of book imaginable is there, including collector's items of all sorts. And I talked to the owner, Judith McDowell, about books and books as Christmas gift. If you don't understand the importance of a local bookstore in a community like, well, not just Anderson, but anywhere, then you just probably don't want to listen to this <laughs> You have to have a local bookshop. And you've been here for how long? Uh, 20 years. I started out as an antique shop with a lot of old books. Right. And then about 2002, I switched over to only books. Right. And I guess you have a lot of regulars coming, coming yes. in looking for yes, books. Yes, I have some very nice regular customers. Right. Now, 
obviously you're a book lover from way back. You started reading early and often and continue to do so. Started working in the school library in the third grade. Wow. And worked every year, all through college even. And I also worked in two university libraries as a job. Well, you don't need to convince me, but explain to people why books are the perfect Christmas present. Um, well, books are one of those things that it's, um, as a, you know, you, you, you're trying to find something that somebody can use instead of just any old thing as a gift. And um, to me, reading is a foundation of success in life. And uh, so a, you definitely a book has to go along with that. There are kinds of books that have lots of knowledge. There are some that are for leisure reading. Um, and you need to encourage reading in everyone, whether it's your children, your other members of your family, your friends, your neighbors. Encourage reading because it helps you be more successful in life. I like that. You can give books to encourage reading. Um, all right. Remind everybody where you are. Address? 104 Oak Drive. Now tell them where Oak Drive is. People say, where's Oak Drive? Oak Drive is in Old North Anderson, uh, right off of North Main Street, right past the next block from over, next block toward the mall, right. past McDougal's Funeral Home. The Regency Building is on the corner up there, and I'm at 104, and that's right next door to Mark Greenway's Nationwide Insurance. I love Mark. <laughs> now, what? Uh, Oh yeah, Mark's a good friend of mine. Um, what hours are you open? Uh, Tuesday through Friday is 10 to 5, right. and Saturdays 10 to 4. Okay. I'm closed on Sundays and Mondays. And if you haven't been in here, where have you been? Because she's been here long enough for you to find it. There's every kind of book you could look for in here. New stuff. It's not just used. You got new stuff. You can order anything. New stuff, old stuff. You've got it all. Every genre is covered. You even got some like collectors kind of books and stuff in here. I noticed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And some old postcards and yeah. some paper stuff, which I have more of that. I just haven't had time to get it out. Well, that's okay. That's okay. Well, I hope people will come by. Merry Christmas. You might want to check out McDowell's Book Emporium on Facebook, or you can drive by there anytime on Oak Street. You can't miss it. It's just on Main Street, and so just stop there. You can look it up on Google um, Maps as well. I do want to remind everybody that the Anderson Observer podcast is made possible every week by Sullivan's at Brookstone, Anderson's best spot for lunch and dinner Thursday through Friday, and lunch on Wednesday through Sunday. Yep, you heard it right. Sunday's lunch at Sullivan's. Sullivan's food at Sullivan's at Brookstone. Same great food as Sullivan's Metropolitan Grill downtown, plus some new menu items. You can check them out on Facebook at Sullivan's at Brookstone or at Sullivan'sBrookstone.com is their website. has the menu there and everything. Check them out. And also, don't forget Sullivan's downtown. I mean, Sullivan's Metropolitan Grill helped begin the renaissance in downtown Anderson. It's kicked off by Bill Nickus, who owns both places. And he's a man who continues to give back through this season, through not only Meals on Wheels, but through the uh, Foothills Foundation and so many other things. We really appreciate the way Bill gives back to the community, and we could use a dozen more like him. Podcast is also made possible by the Tom Dunaway Law Firm. With more than 35 years' experience, Anderson's Tommy Dunway can help you with all your legal needs. And as always, they treat you like a member of a family. I can tell you that from personal experience. Give them a call today at 224-1144 and see how they can help you. I can promise you because he's sure helped to me. And now this, something different for the podcast. I've not really done anything like this before, but it is the week before Christmas, and 
I want to uh, say something that will probably amount to some folks as a sermonette, and I suppose it is, and that's okay. But I share these thoughts with peace and goodwill to everyone. But as a person of with a Christian approach to my faith and to this season, I just didn't want to let it go by and wait until next week when it might be too late. Because you really can't go anywhere this time of the year without being reminded that we are in the season of celebration. Everyone is celebrating something, Santa, family, goodwill, peace on earth, buying stuff, and even the incarnation of God, which is the, the Christian approach, who came to earth to walk among us and to usher us into a new way of living and a new way to celebrate and also into a new way to approach things. I like all of it. I love Santa Claus. I love Jingle Bells. And I also love all that surrounds the truth of the incarnation of God and of the birth of Jesus here at Christmas time. It is a time for God to speak a new word into our lives. People are a little more open now. And it's something I find really easy to miss in all the shuffle of everyday life, not just at Christmas, but the idea that God is, is here. And that's what Christmas is all about. The Old Testament prophecy of the one who would save mankind from their own self-destruction and self-destructive nature, and that that person would be called Emmanuel, which means God is with us. And although strangely, other than Matthew's mention of it, uh, no one seemed to call Jesus Emmanuel, but I think they recognized it a little little late. <laughs> but maybe they missed it too. They were still thinking about a God who was up there somewhere and came down sometimes and showed up, and, but not a God who was right here with us, which is what the message of Christmas is. I guess whenever I hear someone say, well, God really showed up, I kind of scratch my head now, and I think, well, he's already here. He was already there. People say, well, God's really moving in the arch today. Well, I'm like, well, like he's not always been moving everywhere. Uh, maybe such language is really just a way of saying that we have gotten our eyes off of, of what's real, real and into the distractions that are all around us, and we haven't noticed that God is already here. If you remember Jacob's dream in Genesis, you know, he fell asleep with a rock for a pillow. Go figure, a rock for a pillow. I think Jacob could have done better than that even in that, that time ago. But he woke up telling about a dream in which angels were going up and down a ladder and all the work God was doing. And he concluded that God was here and I didn't even know it. He realized God was at work right there and he didn't even recognize it. And I think that's sort of the world we live in now and the world that has always been, but the world that was changed by Christmas because... Something definitely happened there. Um, I think there is a world that's trying to figure out, you know, how to get God to show up now. But any world that has to figure out how to make a God show up is is a doomed world, and we are not doomed. At Christmas time, or the Advent, as some call it, it is a great time to remember that the heart of the good news of the gospel is that God spoke a new word into the world and all of our lives when Jesus showed up, and that He has not left since. Um, we don't have to beg God to come visit us because God is with us. Instead, because of this, this so this what is called the incarnation, we're being pulled and drawn and led into the people He wants us to be, into our best selves by the One who created us. And if you're like like me, your life is full of all sorts of mistakes and regrets and wounds and shame and guilt and sins and other things that hang around as we try to move forward and get on with our lives things that don't want to let us forget. And those are the things like the ghosts of Christmas past, those voices in our heads that tell us we messed up last time, we'll probably mess up this time. And they weigh us down like Marley's ghost in a Christmas story because we are prone to forget the truth and the good news. And the good news of Christmas is that there's a God who is here. Um, that means the good news of Christmas is something altogether different than we hear a lot. It is God telling us that a new word has been spoken about us and that we don't have to be pushed ahead by the voices of ghosts in the past, but we can be pulled into a better future, a new future by the one who made us. Um, 
I may stumble, I may fall, I may mess things up, but this doesn't define who I am anymore because I get to celebrate a Christmas that brings about a fundamental transformation of my own identity, uh, a new promise, and it's a promise of hope. Uh, hope that I can be pulled into a better future because God is here. That's what my hope is about. A God who is here, not a God who is up there somewhere that I hope shows up. This allows us all to enter a journey that produces joy and peace and patience and kindness and gentleness and all the other things the world is in such short supply of these days. Christmas has spoken a new word into the world about me and about you. And when we acknowledge this, I think we begin to see God everywhere. There's a verse in the Bible that sort of refers to this as living up to what we've already obtained. And it just means taking off those dark shades of of distraction that we often have to wear or choose to wear and see the light of hope in the world around us. As that song that we sing at Christmas says, these are the kind of things that cause a, a weary world to rejoice. And when we do this together here in our community, we see the hope all around us. A new and better community begins to develop and get better and better. We all have differences, but if we believe together that there is a world that is in desperate need of light and hope and a new word of Christmas, a word to let folks know that there is a fresh word from a resurrected Christ that trumps all the ways we have found to divide ourselves on this planet, it's a great gift. We can show the world that there is a different way to get along when we begin to see these some sorts of things. So we can show the world that there is a new word to be spoken into broken relationships and conflicting families and marriages and businesses and other things. We can believe that a new word can be spoken into our work environments and neighborhoods, into our churches, that Jesus wants to bring each of us into this new life and melt away the ways in which our hearts have grown hard and to free us from all that baggage and to create the ability to once again to imagine a better future. He wants to pull us ahead into that future. We just have to let go of our own religious ties and distractions of ourselves and let God do that. And Christmas is the perfect time because people's hearts tend to be more tender. To see that there's this new reality, the reality of what Christmas is all about, God with us, not God showing up sometime, but God with us even when we, like Jacob, don't recognize it. So Merry Christmas. Next week, we'll have our Christmas Eve Eve podcast full of, in the words of the old Santa on the WSPA afternoon holiday show of the 1960s, lots of surprises. So I hope you'll join us for that. Until then, get out and do something for someone else and really experience what celebrating Christmas is all about. Get with the woes of sin and strife The world has suffered long Beneath the angel's train Have rolled two thousand years of wrong And man